Hello, welcome to episode 185 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. Uh, today, um, obviously I've come to the end of the uh, individual study sections of the Come Follow Me this week, but there was something I wanted to share with you, so I'm glad I'll take this opportunity now. Um, and that is with uh, Elder Bednar's talk from General Conference just gone, called Watchful Unto Prayer Continually. I was asked to uh, teach a lesson in Elders Quorum recently, uh, and I chose this talk to focus on. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, for those of you that saw General Conference, you'll you'll recognise uh, this talk as the one which uh, had spiritual cheaters and topies in it. Uh, and so I used this one and showed a video clip from it. And kind of we dove we we dove in into the three main lessons that Elder Bednar um, outlines out from uh, this kind of analogy that he draws on. So I will share these with you uh, and kind of my thoughts on it. So the first lesson that Elder Bednar um, picks out from the method that the cheaters use to try and hunt the topies, and that is with the two cheaters working in tandem, one being below in the grass and one sticking their head up a, a distance away, and then so they could creep forward slowly but slowly. And then, of course, uh, the topies had a kind of a countermeasure where they had more seasoned, more veteran topies kind of on a lookout, uh, keeping an eye on the sur surrounding area. And then, of course, there was the opportunity for them to spot this cheetah and then they would make, make a dash for it. Um, now, Elder Bednar says this about the first lesson that he points out, which is beware of evil's beguiling dis disguises. He said, quote, To me, cheetahs are sleek, alluring and captivating creatures. A cheetah's yellowish tan to greyish-white coat with black spots acts as a beautiful disguise that makes these animals almost invisible as they stalk their prey in the African grasslands, close quote. So the first thing that he points out is that um, dis evil or, or kind of the adversary is very deceptive in the way that um, he comes across and tries to tempt us away. Um, this links to something that Elder Robert D. Hale says, uh, said in uh, April 2009 when he said, we must remember that the adversary knows us extremely well. He knows where, when, and how to tempt us. If we are obedient to the promptings of the Holy Ghost, we can learn to recognize the adversary's enticements. Close quote. Uh, this is true for all of us, that we need to be uh, aware that we have to be consistent and continual in, our, in the small things that we need to do each day, our study, our prayers, um, you know, and reflecting upon ourselves where we are at. Because if we don't do this, um, then we may struggle or we may find ourselves uh, vulnerable uh, to this method, to, this to these enticements from Satan. Um, and I guess I ask the question, how can we protect against the precise attacks from, such precise attacks from the adversary? Um, and so I, I shared a couple of scriptures with this. Uh, the first one being Alma chapter 50, verses 1 to 2. In these verses, uh, Captain Moroni is preparing his people for a potential attack from the Lamanites. Uh, and, he, and it says, And now it came to pass that Moroni did not stop making preparations for war, or to defend his people against the Lamanites. For he caused that his armies should commence in the commencement of the twentieth year of the reign of the judges, that they should commence in digging up heaps of earth round about all the cities throughout all the land which was possessed by the Nephites. And upon the top of these ridges of earth he caused there should be timbers, yea, works of timbers built up to the height of a man round about the cities. Um, now this obviously, you know, is a good reference to how we should prepare ourselves uh, spiritually 
for attacks from the adversary. We should not stop making these preparations uh, and we should make sure that we continually make these preparations around about all of our uh, environments, around our family, to keep them safe. But once we've done that, uh, once we've built these preparations, we also need to remember that it's not good enough to kind of be lax or um, you know, negligent in making sure we are still vigilant in keeping an eye out for these things. I then turned uh, to an example in Nehemiah, uh, chapter 6, verse 3, uh, where Nehemiah has been given uh, permission from the king of Babylon, I believe, uh, to go and rebuild um, the, the walls and the temple and, the, and the, the places around Jerusalem, for they had fallen into disrepair, as they had obviously been carried into captivity many, many years ago into Babylon. Uh, so Nehemiah goes and he's given permission to take a, a, a team of people to do this. But then, of course, neighbouring uh, tribes are uh, a bit unsettled by this because, of course, this is another tribe coming in and building themselves up in the land. And so uh, a couple of the kings, um, or a few of the kings, came uh, to, to them and they um, were going to basically do something. Or it says in verse 2, do him mischief. Uh, and so Nehemiah, uh, when he's asked to come down, it's interesting his response. Uh, in Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 3, it says, And I sent messengers to them, saying, I am doing a great work, so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease whilst I leave it and come down to you? Um, and this is the thing, that we are doing a great work. Um, building up of our families, the strengthening of our loved ones, you know, the, the protecting of ourselves around about us is a great work. It's a work that should be focused on and done well. And so why would we... Um, you know, make it so that we lose that focus and then come down and then be, be ambushed. Um, the next lesson that um, Elder Bednar spoke about was staying awake and being alert, which kind of leads on nicely from the scripture that I just shared. Uh, he said, quote, For a topi, a brief moment of carelessness or, in, or inattentiveness could invite a swift attack from a cheetah. Likewise, spiritual complacency and casualness make us vulnerable to the advances of the adversary. Spiritual thoughtlessness invites great danger into our lives, close quote. Um, you know, we, we cannot allow this complacency to come. We cannot allow this uh, to, you know, be uh, something which pulls us down. In Alma chapter 34, verse 39, we read this. Um, Yea, and I also exhort you, my brethren, that you be watchful unto prayer continually, with that you may not be led away by the temptations of the devil, that he may not overpower you, that ye may not become his subjects at the last day. For behold, he rewardeth you no good thing. Uh, and obviously that phrase, be watchful unto prayer continually, is what uh, Elder Bednar has drawn his title from uh, for his talk. Um, but it is an important thing that we need to do to make sure we keep building and cultivating our faith rather than leaving it and hoping that it will stay well and nourished uh, without that. Um, Finally, the last lesson that um, Elder Bednar spoke about was understanding the intent of the enemy. Uh, Elder Bednar said, quote, Satan is the enemy of righteousness and of those who seek to do the will of God. All day, every day, his only intent and sole purpose are to make the sons and daughters of God miserable and like unto himself, close quote. Now, there's a few questions that I thought of as a result of this. First of all, why is that? You know, why is Satan so intent on this? And uh, Alabednar goes on to discuss about his lack of physical body and his, you know, his jealousy, or pretty much, that he has forfeited this opportunity. Um, 
Also, a question that I had was, uh, or well, not a question, but more of an observation was, all day, every day, his only intent and sole purpose are to make sons and daughters of God miserable. Is it our all day, every day intent to get close to the Saviour? Because if not, then we have less intent than the, than the adversary does. And that means we start to be, become in danger. Um, there's a great scripture which, um, uh, which I found, which links really well with this. In Second Nephi chapter 26, verse 22. Uh, and it says, And there are also secret co combinations, even as in times of old, according to the combinations of the devil. For he is the founder of all these things, yea, the founder of murder and of works of darkness, and, yea, he leadeth them by the neck with a flaxen cord until he bindeth them with his strong cords forever. And uh, this phrase, flaxen cord, I was interested by. In the past, I kind of um, just presumed that flaxen cord meant it was like, a, an, like an unbreakable cord, like it was flaxen just sounds that it's strong to me personally. But as I did some research, I found, well, one of the brethren in the quorum actually pointed out flaxen was grass. Uh, which, of course, um, indicates it isn't very strong. Um, having said that, though, um, I've made string out of uh, grass on a Stone Age trip with my school class uh, for a couple of times in the last couple of years, and that's pretty strong stuff. Um, but a flaxen cord specifically as well is easy to break, and it's barely perceptible, um, which actually adds another light or another layer onto this uh, verse, I think. The fact that Satan draws us away by the neck with a flaxen cord and so we can barely feel it we almost don't feel that he's doing it until he pulls us far away enough you know gently and gently without us noticing it so then he can actually grip us in strong cords forever um which obviously has many links to what he does um yeah and so this is you know it's, these are the number of things that i that i learned from this talk and it was a great study to be able to do there's a lot in there and i could go on for another 10 minutes i'm sure um, but, you know, that will suffice. Uh, I hope that you've learned something from this study today uh, and that you found it useful. Uh, if there's anything you've been studying, any conference talks that have stood out to you, I'd love to hear your thoughts on them or any um, lessons that you learned personally from it. Uh, you can either tweet at, at mattsroberts90 or email more privately, session at gmail.com, and I'd love to share something on future podcasts uh, in regards to that. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.